Hello, welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. It's been a minute since <laughs> since I've done a podcast, and uh, I apologize for that. It's the beginning of the football season and beginning of the school year. So, yeah, there's all kinds of things that have, that have taken place in my life, but that's an excuse, right? It's an excuse. I should, uh, should make time to record podcasts because this is something I enjoy doing. It gives me life helps me think more clearly and yeah I think it's important that we that I prioritize the things that are that are good that build me up to help me become the best version of myself because I think that's something that we we as as, as leaders struggle with is Realizing that we have to take care of ourselves before we can help anybody else. It's like the, it's the airplane principle, right? So, so when you, when you go on an airplane and they give you the directions that if there's, if a cabin depressurizes that you need to put the oxygen mask on yourself and then put it on other people. And because you don't want to pass out. So you can't, so, so then you, you couldn't put it on your, your child or your, your friend or your, or your spouse. And I know for me, sometimes when I'm going through my day, through my week, through the month, that especially as a, as educators, right. As coaches, we, we like to pour out our lives and try to help people, which is awesome. That's, it's one of the, it's one of the reasons we became educators and coaches, but man, sometimes that can lead to some serious personal, personal trouble, right? Because we aren't taking care of ourselves, right? We aren't, we aren't doing the things that help us become the best versions of ourselves. And man, that's something that I realized. I don't know. I'd, I'd say this off season. I think if you listen to my podcast, these, this past off season, it's a lot of self help. It's a lot of, Man, how do I, how do I maximize my ability, my talents? Because we're only given a little bit of time on this earth, and I think it's important that we use it to the best best of our ability. So, yeah, I, I, I apologize for not creating more more podcasts. It's been I, I'm recording on the Anchor app, so I can't even see when my last one was, but. I figured, hey, I'm here early on a on a Monday morning, and it'd be good to to record a podcast because it's something that I, I enjoy doing. And coaches out there that uh, are in the middle of their season, right? For us here in West Virginia, we're three weeks in. I think most people are around three weeks in. This is this is the time of year where you're either 0 and 3, 1 and 2, or 2 and 1. And uh, yeah, the season is starting to take shape. What kind of team do we have? What kind of season are we going to have? And yeah, I've been all those records. I've been 3 and 0. I've been, I'm in 3 and 0, 1 and 2, excuse me, 3 and 0, 2 and 1, 1 and 2, and 0 and 3, either as a head coach or an assistant coach. And 
man, it, as long as we are doing the best that we can do with the available talent, right? We are investing into our players. We have solid schemes. We continue to game plan, right? We have a great practice plan. Don't worry about your record. I'm just, I'm giving you the freedom here on the mind of a football coach podcast this morning. Don't worry about your record. Uh, Wins and losses are going to come and go. Focus on the process. I was watching Trev Alberts talk about uh, Nebraska having to let Scott Frost go last night. And one of the things he said he was looking for in a new in a new coach is somebody who is not focused on the past, but somebody who is focused on the process. The process of how do we get better today. And I think Chip Kelly, when he coined the, the phrase, uh, win the day, Man, he has so much wisdom in that, right? That, that's something that seems so simple, but it is something that I think I get, I can forget. And it's one of, and when the day is on a, a poster in our field house, uh, it's not a poster, I guess it's like a, a sign in our field house. But yeah, I think it's something that, especially this, this time of the year, that we have to go back and remember, hey, what is helped us to become the best that we can be. And it's not worrying about records. It's not worrying about outside opinion. It is win the day. And yeah, I, I think that as I reflect back upon previous years of coaching, I was way too tied to the record, right? I mean, just <laughs> I'm a good coach because blank. Because I am 3-0, right? Or I'm a defensive coordinator of a school that has four or five Division One players. Fantastic. I, did, I didn't do any of that. That's something I inherited. So, uh, I'm sure there's many coaches out there that have had the same experience. And... You know, I was a court and I've told my this story before, but I was a coordinator at places that were perennial playoff teams, and I chose to become a head coach at places that had struggled. And uh, and the process is the same. I would dare to say that I'm a much better coach now than I was 2013 than I was in 2013 and 2014. Because when you're coaching teams that are they have good players, but they're not division one players, you have to coach a lot harder. And I don't know that hard, I mean, harder by ridiculous hours or, or just living a miserable life. I mean, you have to dig and find, dig and find, how do I get our guys to perform to the best of their ability? And is that through technique and fundamentals or is that through some scheme adjustments? Because man, if, if you're asking somebody just to play the scheme better, but the scheme can't stop what the team's doing, I don't know that that, that I'm 
I'm doing a great job. And I think back to the Seattle Seahawks when they were when they were really good. They won the Super Bowl and they were they, the secondary called themselves the Legion of Boom. And that's when <laughs> what's old became new and cover three became a fad again. And I was on Twitter back then and people were talking about cover three. See, I told you cover three. Well, yeah, cover three is great. But when you have like four Pro Bowl level players in your secondary, any coverage would have looked good, <laughs> right? As long as it was tied to the front. And then they lose some of those players. And guess what? The Seahawks aren't the Legion of Boom anymore because football is a player's game and any sport's a player's game. But as, as we grow as coaches, I think it's really healthy to understand that the only thing we can do, especially at the high school level, is get the kids out of the hallway that can help you, right? Get them out to play football, coach them up, have a scheme that fits their abilities, and, man, just, just keep pressing into that process. Whatever process that looks like for you. For us, uh, in the age of playing fast, we play slow on offense. Uh, I was talking to Coach McElvaney via text this weekend. Shout out to Coach Mac. And he described the, the T offense, which we run, as uh, like a tank. And I think that's awesome. It's just slow and methodical, but it's powerful. It's powerful. And our defense is a an old school fifty angle. Our, you could find a version of our defense on the internet that's basically what Bo Schembechler ran at Michigan, the angle fifty. And we obviously have some wrinkles of our own. We call things our it's our own verbiage. But man, that is just what that's what fits us. And can't, to be candid, that's the kind of football I, I prefer to play is old school, slow it down, do things that are time tested. I think if you listen to the, the podcast I've, I've done <laughs> uh, since the start of this podcast, I like things that are older, things that have stood the test of time because, yeah, I think those things hold, hold weight. I think they, I think they hold value. We were practicing. This, this was a couple weeks ago in our, we were running a, a play that we were looking at, at installing. And I was telling our offensive huddle, man, I really want to look at this because I was reading a book from the 1960s. <laughs> and this was the first play they installed. And I looked at a, our offensive line coach, Coach Johnson, and I said, a book? No, what did I say? I said, yeah, I said something to the effect of, you know a book is good if the author is dead and people are still reading it. <laughs> because I think that's that's the test, right? Not not saying the author has to be all the authors have to be that a book can, I'm not saying that book can only be good if the author is dead. I'm not saying that. The point is a book is good if it stands the test of time. That if it's not just a flash in the pan. It's good for a little bit and then nobody reads it anymore. 
or thinks think, thinks it has value. Because I've, I really like this book, and this guy's definitely very much alive, uh, the book Inner Excellence by Jim Murphy. And I would highly, highly suggest all coaches, teachers, shoot anybody to, uh, to buy this book. And it's paper. You can hear it. Fantastic. Uh, and I've highlighted, not highlighted, I've underlined it and all, underlines all kinds of stuff in this in this book, I think it's such a, it's such a good book. It ranges uh, through so many, through so many topics. And that's really cool. I, I think that good writers can, and good podcasters, right? And good storytellers, good movies, they can cover a range of topics and somehow they tie it all together. And that's amazing. That really is an art form to be able to tie those things, those things together. And I, really, I want to end today with a quote. This is actually from the book Inner Excellence on page 250. This is a quote that he has in the book by Jim Tressel, who was a five-time national champion football coach, uh, most recently at Ohio State. And he says, goals are important, but it's important to understand that people are not defined by their goals and whether or not they reach them. A win or loss does not make you or me a better person. We have to separate who we are from what we do. It's vital to distinguish between purpose and goals. Understanding the difference between purpose and goals is essential to understanding the true definition of success. Yeah, yeah, and the people listening out there, we're, we're all at different spots this, in this season, aren't we? Uh, some people, their season has gone better than they expected. Some people, it's as expected. And some people, it's worse than they expected. And it's great to have goals, right? It is. It's great to have goals. It's great to want to do things, certain things in life. But it's really important to understand that that doesn't make us a good or bad person. That what really counts is the process and how we go about our day, how we go about trying to be the best version of ourselves and how we go about trying to help our, our team become the best it can be. And man, our teams can't be the best that they can be if we're not the best that we can be, if we're not in a great spot mentally physically spiritually so yeah man coaches out there don't neglect yourself during football season take some get some sleep uh eat good food uh i know for me i i fast certain days of the week in the off season i keep that going during the season because it helps me feel better and it helps me to have more clarity of thought and yeah so do those things that help that help you I think sometimes we as coaches in the off season, I know I, you know, in the off season, I'll, I'll research and do things that help me feel better and help me to uh, become a better man. And then during the season, sometimes we treat it like it's drudgery, right? That we, <laughs> that we have to treat ourselves poorly. And that's not true. Let's uh, let's continue to use those good practices we've learned in the off season to help us uh, become the best that we can be even during the season when 
things are chaotic sometimes and there's a lot of things that are on our plate. So thank you all for listening and have a great week.